children hit the wrong uh wrong little drop right there but hey here we are what's happening guys it is monday end of monday how's everybody doing everybody good all right let's talk some movies let's talk some news let's talk some drama make sure you guys smash that like thumbs up make sure you subscribe to the channel just like that little graphic right here was all you know showing you as we uh started right now appreciate you guys appreciate you guys for uh clicking in on monday september 19th got football on we got a double header when it comes to monday night football of course i'm watching the bills game because uh fantasy football josh allen i got one of my leagues so there you go anyways what is going on everybody who's out there make sure you guys uh smash that like thumbs up subscribe to all that got all the sock meds around me do what uh misha nighthawk says right here what's going on steph yeah hit that thumbs up big time what's going on mr fear jason and fear jason of course was uh, he made that little graphic for me for that little opening right there. I just added a little bit more to it, put a little bit more flavor on it, but it, it was mainly him. So thank you, sir. We got Tony Movie Chappy D9, Neil Blomkamp fan. What is happening? All right, we got Mr. I mean, we got Tets, Tetsuo. Tetsuo, Tetsuo? Am I saying it right? JD McRae, what's happening? We got Eric Patterson also here. Okay, good to see you, Rosemary. Yeah, Carrie is also here. Lawrence Snyder Gun. Interesting name right there, yeah. Alright, good. Like I'm glad you're liking the new uh, little intro right there. So that good, good. It's good. We got Miss Cat also right here. Hey, I try to be. I try to be. But you know, sometimes sometimes I get a little higher. You know? Like if you listen to my um, Patreon, that's for damn sure. I got a little uh, into it, but hey, wasn't too bad. Anyways, what's going on, Krish, Krish, Krishna? I should say, Mr. Krishna. Hey, looking good? Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Okay, make sure to turn that off. All right, who else we got here? We got Miss Rhea right here saying hi to everybody. You know, always good to see you, Rhea. Thank you, Mr. Nobody. What's poppin', Steve-O? Yo, you know, just talking. That's all. We got Dane right here. We got... We got Miss Lisa Jask Jackson right there. So thank you guys for joining in. Who else? I missed. Uh, I could have swore I saw. Uh, I, I'm seeing things. Apparently, I'm seeing things. I thought I saw. Yeah, there he is. I thought I saw you, William. What's going on, buddy? I'm, I skipped right over you. And then, of course, we got Hello, darling, which uh, you're here, Matia. Always good to see you, too. All right. Let's uh, hopefully you guys had a good weekend. Hopefully you guys are having a good day. Good Monday. End of Monday. Like I said. It's always the end of Monday. Of course, I have my end of Monday drink, my spritz, my spritzy right here. So cheers. Mm. Yeah, man. Talk about today. Ah, I don't know. I didn't. I tossed and turned last night. That's that's what happened with me today. Kind of tossed and turned. And you know, when you wake up and you just the, the first thing you say is fuck, <laughs> you know, it's just like one of those things. So, uh, yeah, I had one of those mornings where it's just like, ah, oh, does this really have to happen today? Ugh. Yeah. So, anyways, no, no big deal. But still, had a good weekend, you know, try to do, uh, try to, um, 
work on some things and uh, one of the things of course was doing that little intro so thank you again to mr fear jason for providing me that little graphic right there uh, i just thought you know i was like trying to think of like what was the best way to utilize that and i thought all right we'll just do it for the intro right there as you guys are filing in to listen to me ramble on for about an hour so anyways all right let's uh get to these tweets huh because it's monday you know the tweets the tweets get pretty empty. Let's see what's going on over here in the uh, the Twitter sphere. Let's see what's happening. Why is that not? Okay. All right. So starting off, we're going to actually start off with uh, something pretty funny, something pretty interesting right here. We got Mr. Uh, George Clooney right here talking a little, talking a little Batman Shiza right here. That's right. It's pretty good. I like it. This is good. It's George Clooney for God's sakes. But yeah, he's talking about how he jokes uh, that he's the best Batman or better you know, than Ben Affleck. Uh, if you think of actors, you don't really think of education. <laughs> In general. I mean, you look at me, you just think, oh, he's just the best Batman. <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> Best available. Love it. Really? Maybe Ben Affleck, really? Yeah, no, it's not. He's got nothing on me. <laughs> you know, you look at, uh... He's got nothing on me. So good on George Clooney for doing that, for saying that, joking around, jokester. Love it, love it, love it. Uh, Timothy Chalamet has revealed that uh, the person who said that to, 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 to basically do no hard drugs and no superhero movies was Leonardo DiCaprio. Did he also say, like, date under 25? <laughs> you have to make that joke right there, right? Jeez. But, uh, yeah, Timothy Chalamet, he revealed that probably a few months ago, talking about a certain actor said, like, hey, don't do hard drugs or superhero movies. And apparently that was Leonardo DiCaprio right there. But, uh, yeah, when it comes to dating, though, I'm sure he's got some different stuff. Uh, Carla DeLevine, we were kind of talking about this. This is something that is... Interesting. Um, I'm, I haven't really seen too much about this, but the first thing I saw was Margot Robbie went to visit her and she was like walking right away crying, apparently. But yeah, this was the video that was kind of circulating around right here of her just kind of, you know, a lot of people are going, it's for a movie. But I'm like, I don't know if that's for a movie. She's kind of just um, acting pretty... Pretty uh, sporadic. Can't say spazzy anymore. Apparently, that's like uh, you can't say that word anymore because people are removing it from um, from songs. But yeah, don't know what's going on with Kara. But hopefully, if there's something seriously going on right there, yeah, hopefully she gets some help. So yeah, that's just um, pretty crazy. They just kind of came out of nowhere. So kind of came out of nowhere. So hopefully she gets the help. What's going on, ECS? Good to see ya. Good to see ya. All right. So Kara's out of her mind. Apparently, yeah. I know, poor thing. That's what happens, though. That's what happens, and hopefully she gets the help she needs. Uh, here's a pretty interesting... Okay, so, obviously, you know, last week was just full Slay Oliva, just out there, just talking about things, you know, pushing back on people who were pushing on him. But this was an interesting tweet that he had right here uh, when it came to... I think this was Thursday, uh, maybe Friday. But he talked about this right here because we all talk about, you know, obviously when it came to Justice League, they tried to, they tried to uh, inject the John Williams score into the movie as well as the Danny Elfman Batman score. And it just 
didn't really work. You know, when you when you hear when you see Batman, when you see Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill on screen as Batman and Superman, you want to hear that those are Hans Zimmer scores. That's their scores right there, right? You want to hear some Hans Zimmer, but apparently when it came all the way going all the way back to, you know, Man of Steel right here, Basically, Jay Oliva revealed that if I had heard that, because somebody actually asked just recently, talking about, of course, that John Williams' theme has been used for Hamill as proof that they'd hated Superman and all the stands, blah, blah, blah. He said, if I had heard that then, I would have responded that Zach and I loved that theme, but the studio wouldn't let us use it because they wanted something new for this Superman. It turned out to be a good thing because Han's theme was perfect. So that's right, guys. So not only did Zack Snyder want the the outside undies for Superman at one point. He also wanted the John Williams score for this Superman as well. So, I mean, Zach went into the whole thing just kind of going like, hey, let's uh, represent the uh, Superman here with some, uh, you know, the, the outside undies because he talked about that too, like how he was trying to, he's talked about it in interviews, how he wanted to get that. But of course, that's what happens though, the creative process. You got to love the creative process because look what ended up happening. It's like, and Warner Brothers was actually right. Wow, Warner Brothers actually said something right, actually gave proper notes when it came to something right here. And here they were like, no, no, we have to have an entirely new theme. We've got to have an entirely new theme for the Superman. And, uh, of course, whatever, you know, what, what Hans Zimmer created was absolutely magical. But, yeah, apparently they were, like, all set for, like, reusing the John Williams theme again at one point. But, of course, they wouldn't do that now. They definitely wouldn't do that now. So... Yeah, so get that out of your heads, you know. When they try to inject it into uh, the Justice League movie, it just didn't work. The definitely didn't work. Gotta hear that. Gotta hear that. Ah, that Hans Zimmer score. 100%. Anyways, and then, of course, uh, we talked about this in the Vox stream a little bit. Yeah, live-action Blade Runner sequel series. Blade Runner 2099 is coming uh, to Amazon Prime Video. And uh, if you're wondering why it's not going to be on HBO Max, because probably it's going to be a little bit too expensive with things that are happening with Warner Brothers Discovery. So why not give it to Amazon, who can spend the money to give us a proper Blade Runner series? We talked about that in the Vox. Make sure you guys uh, check that out. And then, yes, guys, again, um, I've been talking about this, and uh, I think the link might be provided down below. I forgot to double check. Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it? Did it is it still? Yes, it is. All right. So, yeah, if you guys, here's my, uh, you know, I've talked about this last week, my movie palette on a canvas. This is, of course, the Matrix right here, the entire, entire color palette of that film, uh, as you can see. Right here, and if you guys want to get yourself one and get yourself, you know, one of your favorite films, get the uh, the color palette, do so. Just go to moviepalette.com, link provided down below. Get a discount, 15% off, Junkie 15, just use that. They reached out, and they are like, hey, let's do this. So, yeah, get yourself uh, your own little movie palette right there if you'd like. Anyways, continuing on. And uh, Jason Momoa. So Jason Momoa didn't full-on shave his head. You guys, uh, if anybody was still wondering about that, it, it seemed like he was going to do the whole thing, shave his head. But apparently that's not what happened. Apparently Jason Momoa is just a crazy, he's crazy. Apparently he got a tattoo on his head. Okay. So that's, uh, that had to be painful as shit. Ugh, I can't even imagine. I saw some images where, of course, it was being done. But yes, he shaved the sides of his, of his head, of course, for his water company, of course, trying to clean up the plastic in the ocean. And uh, apparently got this, uh, you know, drawn on his head. So, I mean, my God, that just seems like it's something like, whew, my God. That just, 
how painful was that? How, imagine getting this kind of tattoo, like on, you know, coming from your neck all the way to your head. Ouchie, ouchie, ouchie. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It definitely does. The uh, the tattoo relates to uh, to his heritage because he has it's a similar tattoo to like what he has like on his forearm and stuff like that. But I love how they incorporate that within Aquaman. So just pretty interesting because obviously I like the design because the parts that don't it's just got arrows going up and down. I think it's pretty cool. But man, talk about just so that's got to be that had to be like a little bit of a grueling process right there for sure but yeah if anybody was wondering yes jason jason Momoa just shaved the side of his head and now he's got a new tattoo which would look pretty badass honestly if he you know when it came to aquaman as well so and then we got taylor hecklin right here walking around in the new superman costume and people are asking him what the hell when two of is coming out There you go. Walking around in uh, no cape, but a little bit of a cape, you know. So there's Taylor Hecklin right there. Walking around in that Superman costume. Very, uh, you know, he's got, you know, he's got good charisma right there. Somebody was just asking him that, so that's good. And then we've got Aaron Bailey. Speaking of that, I mean, imagine a nightmare, a nightmare Aquaman right here. I mean, obviously, when it comes to the nightmare world, Arthur is supposedly dead, you know, spoiler alert. Obviously, we heard that from Mira, but imagine a nightmare Aquaman right there. I mean, talk about it. Look at that course aaron bailey knocking out of the park with some concept art right there good stuff absolutely good stuff hopefully you guys watched my patty jenkins short video i felt kind of bad for doing that but hey you know it's all in good fun hopefully you guys watched my first reaction to barbarian that movie was bonkers holy crap yeah but i did enjoy it and then of course uh this was pretty funny right here uh, Mr. CJ right here said, this is if Christopher Nolan made a Screech movie. <laughs> I mean, come on. That's hilarious. Ugh, that is so hilarious because, yes, he does look like Screech with that hair. My God, he's super skinny and everything. Oh, I just laughed when I saw that. Come on. Just absolutely hilarious. Uh, the Woman King, of course, came out of the weekend. Shang-Chi uh, 2 is uh, eyeing a uh, production start on February 14th of 2025. Or no, it's I mean a release, not a production start. Reportedly eyeing a February 14th, 2025 release right there. So about a year and a half before that. And hey, who wants to go with me? Recent strange disturbances wants to come have been with reported me? in Los Angeles, New York, London, But apparently they're going to be doing like uh, the score, Peter the live the action performance. Since these events... All this stuff. Festivals and concert halls around the world yes. have been in a state of chaos and fear. But the show must go on. So thankfully, they knew who to call. The Ghostbusters are back. And yes. we are live and in concert. And we won't stop until every orchestra, festival, and concert hall on this planet is safe. I'm down. Their city Say no more, Dan Aykroyd. I'm there. Just gotta figure that out. Where the hell's that coming out exactly? And then this is really cool right here. I mean, come on. People get creative when it comes to Halloween, and now they have this right here. How is that even held up? How did they get that up? How is she up there like that? Huh? That's pretty badass, though. Jeez. Yeah, Stranger Things. Halloween practice. Stranger Things edition right there. People are awesome, I tell you. Uh, Gran Turismo from uh, Neil Blomkamp uh, with, that's going to be starring David Har Harbour apparently Orlando Bloom is going to be uh, joining that so that's cool we had the Joker right here making all kinds of uh, stuff like here, right here Batman Joker putting his ha-has all over this stuff when it came to Batman Day on Saturday 
which was cool. Yes, this is pretty good too. You got Mickey Mouse and you got SpongeBob. Who is his SpongeBob? Oh boy! Oh, Here's boy. my pal Tom Kenny. Who wow. is his SpongeBob? <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> you know, because of corporate uh, entities, we're not even supposed to be in the same room. Oh, uh, shucks. Uh, we're violating copyrights right now. We'll make it work, though. <laughs> oh, boy. I can't do it that high. I can do the... Yeah, I can do the, the SpongeBob laugh, though. Hey, right? There you go. <laughs> there you go. You got a SpongeBob laugh today. Laugh today on... Uh, Monday's uh, Film Junkie Live, right? Jesus, so good. And then uh, The Northman ended up being profitable due to a combination of the film's theatrical release and its PVOD sales. So that's good. Good for movies. Good for cinema. That's Hopefully they didn't fudge the numbers like, you know, that old regime of, um, you know, of uh, Warner Brothers talking about, you know, hey, yeah, 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 the numbers are good. Hopefully these are actually true, and this is good because we had an original movie. Northman, if you haven't seen it yet, do yourself a favor. It's great. It's fantastic. Dripping with masculinity and just betrayal. It's pretty damn, pretty damn crazy, so... Uh, anyways, and then we got right here, we got the, uh, we got, we got goat recognizing goat right here. We got James Cameron, uh, recognizing Zack Snyder right here. And I'm out there going to school every day. I think any good filmmaker is out there going to school. Yeah. I'm also inspired by, uh, these are established filmmakers now, but I remember being very inspired, inspired by them when they first kind of broke on the scene, yes. like Zack Snyder and Robert Rodriguez. Mm -hmm. Guys go. And Robert Rodriguez. Good company. You know, cinematic so language. I can be inspired by somebody whose name I don't even know. Mm -hmm. You know, if they do something that's that's unique and remarkable and nobody's seen it before. Um, uh, a friend of mine who's a see there you go. Out there go. That's right. Game recognizing game right there. We got James Cameron recognizing. We've heard that before, but it's just kind of cool to see that circulated again, especially with the whole T Titans go and how they gave praise to Zack Snyder as well. I mean, come on, come on. It's just good stuff. You just, you just love to see it. You love to see it. Just, I mean, look at that Batman shot right there. It's absolutely gorgeous. And then you go, of course, you got Zack right there. Ah, animation Zack doing 300, uh, 300 curls, of course, which uh, you got to love that. Of course, we'll talk about that and see some more stuff, of course, from the Zack Snyder, um, the Zack Snyder Teen Titans Go. Hopefully, you guys all watched it. It's great. It's absolutely fantastic. Some cameos in there. We won't fully watch it, but I thought this was funny right here. Wake the fuck up. Wake the fuck up. Wake the fuck up. There's a Wake drop. Wake the fuck up. That's right. Somebody did that. That's pretty good stuff. You got to love it. And then we got David Ayer right here. He's making his new, he's doing his project right now behind the camera. Love it. Love it. Uh, sad news that uh, Mr. Henry Silva, uh, he's been in numerous things, but of course he played Bane's voice in Batman the Animated Series. Uh, he passed away. He passed away over the weekend. So uh, condolences to the family and everything. So, but uh, yeah, he passed away. Man, I hate it when that happens. Let's see. Um, of course, Zach posting on Vero. So fun. So fun. Because it definitely was fun. Definitely was fun. We got Keanu Reeves, of course. No one is asking you to. Mind, when you say this, yeah. some... Uh, Constantine. And keep in mind, when you say this, yeah. someone will then ask you to. So be careful That's how you... That's not true. The, no. I'm going to want Keanu... Um, what? I want to play... I would love to play John Constantine again. There you go. He's been wanting to forever. Come on. 
It's time to make, you know, well, it's happening now. Hopefully, like they stick with it. My God. And then here's some art right here, some concept art for Zack Snyder's Justice League on Apocalypse. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. It's gorgeous. Granny goodness. Man, the sod, all that. Look at that. Jeez. Creepy. Gotta love that. And then, of course, the iconic Bruce Wayne smirk right there. Yeah, gotta love the Bruce Wayne smirk. This is pretty cool art. Nightmare Batman. Oh, yeah, and Jay Leva, you know, he did some storyboard stuff when it comes to, uh, when it came to Teen Titans Go and stuff like that. Yeah, so the people who are, you know, turning their backs on Jay Leva, stop it. Stop it. And then, yes, it was Batman Day, so a lot of people were posting really cool stuff, really cool art. Look at that. That's cool. Even Ray Porter, Darkseid himself, posted that. Massive of the Phantasm, good stuff. Even HBO Max Movies was posting this right here from BVS. That's right. And then, of course, this little gif right here showing all the live-action Batman, which has been great. Good stuff. And then I've always liked this right here, the Bat Guys. You know, we're going to see them in uh, The Flash right there. Gotta love it. But yeah, a lot of uh, good stuff right here. Even Warner Brothers was uh, talking about, hey, which, how are you going to celebrate Batman right there? Of course, they, they had Justice League, not Zack Snyder's Justice League listed right here, which was like a big like, hey, come on, know your audience, please. Yeah, they just had regular Justice League, not Zack Snyder's Justice League, but I thought this was pretty cool little graphic they did. And of course, Matt Reeves celebrated uh, Batman Day as well by tweeting out numerous things when it came to Batman Day, which was great. I uh, got some good art right here from Boss Logic, Batman Day. This is pretty cool right here. I love all these posters showing the Batmobiles. Uh, I want every single one of these posters in a frame on my wall. And then even Zach posted about Batman Day. Posting the armored, uh, the bat suit, armored bat suit. Not quite sure if that's actually Affleck. That's probably what's his name. So, but anyway, still a very cool shot down the hallway, black and white, as Zach likes to do. Happy Batman Day. Just totally badass right there. Of course, he's going to be celebrating that. And then, yes, guys, I finished Cobra Kai Season 5 over the weekend. And uh, it was pretty insane and pretty crazy. I'm just kind of wondering, where do they go from here? Uh, and when I posted this, a lot of people were talking about, well, Hillary Swank's character from Karate Kid 4. Remember, there was a Karate Kid 4. They keep on talking about, hey, her character coming in. And I'm kind of wondering if they're actually going to do that. Would Hillary Swank actually want to do that? Probably. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, it would be pretty surprising if she didn't want to do it. But it just seems like, all right, that, I mean, season five was just ended crazy. Just ended up pretty crazy, man. So, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens with it. But, yeah, Hillary Swank, I guess that's really the only direction you can go for more of uh, more cameos. Because, I mean, you know, this past season was um, Karate Kid Part 3 cameos, which I thought they did a very good job at. You know, when it came to Mike Barnes and uh, what's-her-name. Yeah, Pretty good. And of course, I did watch Constantine over the weekend. And uh, yeah, I posted I, I made this little I made this little thumbnail right here because we did talk on the Vodka stream who would be an awesome character to join Constantine and Constantine Two. Why not have Pierce Brosnan's Dr. Fate? That would be amazing. Mr. Jordan, uh, Jordan Chainsaw Reacts. He brought it up and I thought, oh, I got to clip that out because that's just too good. And then I took some time and made like a little you know, Constantine 2 little thumbnail right there, which I thought was fun. Uh, we got some awesomeness right here. Uh, I was trying to remember this guy's name last night, but of course my freaking like mind went blank. But he posted about Shirley Walker, you know, Batman Day, doing it on the piano, talking about it. Christopher Carter right here. Uh, it's pretty damn badass.
and you can see like he's actually doing like commentary with with some subtitles right there as he's playing just such a just such a beautiful score that I mean I know she utilized obviously Danny Elfman's score but she really made it her own Beautiful, beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Anyways, then speaking of James Cameron, this is what he had to say right here, I guess, in a recent interview when uh, he, I guess he clashed with the studio over the first Avatar. He said, I drew a line in the sand and I said, I made Titanic. This, this building we're, we're meeting in, this new $500 million complex on your lot, Titanic paid for that. So I get to do this. That's right. He fucking mic dropped. He goes, hey, hey, you're going to push back against Avatar? I made Titanic. Not to mention he made other iconic movies that totally just like, you know, created like this, his own cinematic language and obviously paved a way for like new things to come out. But yeah, he said that. This was according to the New York Times. But I mean, some people might be like, what a dick, you know, or something like that. And I'm just kind of going, it's James Cameron. You know, he was fighting for his... His uh, his art. He was fighting for it, so he had to he had to pull out the whole thing. Like, hey, all this because I made Titanic. All right, guys. And then he walked out. I don't know if he did. Maybe you know, maybe he did drop the mic or something like that. But there you go, James Cameron talking about that. That's how we got it. All right, uh, let's keep going. Uh, yeah, we'll be talking about that, of course. Some cool, some more Batman art right there from uh, Alex Ross, and then of course. Bill, Mr. Bill right there. I can never say his last name. Uh, remember when Batman Triumphant was going to be the next one? That's what they were going to call it. It's going to have the Scarecrow in it. Yeah. There was actually a rumor that, uh, uh, I guess, you know, there was a rumor that actually Kurt Russell, because George Clooney didn't want to do it again, that Kurt Russell was actually going to be, um, he was going to be playing him. So we'll see what happens. Or like, no, we'll see what happens. Uh, sorry, I just looked at the game right now and totally got distracted. Um, and because Josh Allen's doing pretty good and I might actually, I might actually win my other game. That's going to be good. But anyways, back to this at hand too much, uh, too much focus on the football is distracting me right now. Um, speaking of Constantine, apparently Nicholas Cage was initially going to star as John Constantine and Constantine before Keanu Reeves was cast. Can you imagine a, uh, a Nicholas Cage Constantine? I mean, I can kind of imagine it, but at the same time, I'm so glad that it didn't happen, but it would have been something kind of special. But hey, you know, bring him back as, uh, you know, Superman. I mean, it's just, he wants to play Egghead. I know he wants to do that. That's been talked about, where he wants to play the villain, the Batman villain Egghead, but I don't know if that's ever going to happen. And speaking of Batman Day, look at that. Raise the capes. Raise the capes. That's right. Uh, apparently that was deleted. We don't need to talk about it then. And then, yes, I, I did my Patreon self-pod last night. Hopefully you guys listened to it. And uh, that was fun, of course. Sicario came out seven years ago yesterday. Cool stuff. All right, kind of going through. We're going to talk about that. Here's a pretty cool little gif right there of Justice League. I mean, look at the look at the robotic butt cheeks on, uh, on Cyborg right there. That's right. He'd be doing his squats for sure. That's right. He he does his squats, which I'm sure he could squat like what uh, a couple tons, maybe. And then we got Mr. Krypton Cage right here making a little uh, Constantine two thing, which I thought was pretty cool. You know, combining some things, did a pretty good job. So if you guys haven't checked that out, check out his little edit showing the nightmare, combining the nightmare, hell, all that stuff. 
which I thought was pretty cool. We talked about this on the stream, too. I ordered this shirt because I am, you know, of course, I'm a diehard Batman the Animated Series fan, so I had to do that. Lee Barmijo and the Batman. Love this cover right here. Work of art. Work of art. And then, hey, remember when uh, Alien vs. Predator had action figures? This whole commercial right here is better than... Aliens versus Predator. It's better than the first... Well, it's better than both the movies, I would say. But the first one especially. This whole, like, uh, promo right here, better than the actual movie. Sad. Sad. And then Fear Jason, I know uh, you made this because we were talking about, of course, uh, Read My Lips on Batman the Fanimated stream last night. And we were talking about, of course, uh, Jeff Dunham, talking about ventriloquism, uh, ventriloquism, I guess you could say, ventriloquist and everything. And I uh, mentioned we were talking about Jeff Dunham and you put my face on little Jeff's uh, body. That's uh, pretty scary right there. That's probably why I tossed and turned last night. Maybe that's the reason. But thank you, Fear Jason. Man, you just never know when your face is going to be put where. That sounded funny. I know. It sounded really weird. Anyways, moving on, we got uh, John, uh, we got John Carpenter right here just basically telling somebody to fuck, fuck you. Fuck <laughs> you. That's right, Carp- Carpenter does not give a shit. He does not give a shit. I mean, you know, take it or leave it when it comes to uh, Escape from L.A. Yeah, not as good as the original, sure. And it's a little, you know, you watch it, it kind of go. But I actually, I remember when that premiered, I watched that when it premiered on HBO. That's right, kids. We didn't get it on streaming service. Uh, it premiered, you know, on HBO on Saturdays. I watched it, and right after, it was the same night that Princess Diana died. I will always remember that. Because I was like, oh, I'm going to watch Escape from L.A. And then right after that, I was flipping through the channels. This is before, you know, Jesus Christ, I'm like dating myself. But yes, I was flipping through the channels and I kept seeing like, oh, what the hell happened? Princess Diana died. It was the same night. So I'll always remember that. But hey, special place in my heart for, uh, for Escape from L.A. And then did you guys know this? So we have something that somebody pointed out. It didn't, I mean... It kind of just adds to the dynamic when it comes to BVS and what Zack Snyder was trying to show when it came to Batman or when it came to uh, Superman and Lex Luthor and uh, verified right here. So somebody pointed this out right here, this tweet, because obviously the Superman stance, which is that put your hands on the hips. Obviously, the S is right there. You know, I always noticed I always noticed Lex Luthor, you know, did the same thing because obviously he wanted to be he wanted to be Superman. But little did I even realize that when that happened, look what uh, look what happens on his chest. I mean, you could kind of fit like it almost looks like the shape of the Superman emblem right there. And I mean, that seems like, oh, maybe fans are reaching. Is that what's happening? But no, apparently what happened, too, was the fact that, uh, um, you know, Miss Meg right here, Wonder Meg, she actually reached out, put it on Vero and Zack Snyder said, yes. So there you go. Just more layers when it comes to BVS, when it comes to that Lex Luthor right there. But I thought that was pretty damn awesome. Because I, I mean, I always thought when he put his hands on his hips like that, like he was trying to be like Superman or like, you know, Peter Pan or something like that. But little did I think about the, his shirt making that like shape right there. Talk about just telling the story right there. It's just so awesome. We still learn stuff about this movie, you know, six years later. 
or even more than that. What? Seven years later. Pretty crazy. So thanks. Thanks to Meg uh, for uh, verifying that with uh, Mr. Zack Snyder. Uh, this is pretty cool. Batman, the animated series, 30 years. It's a good poster. Like it, like it. And then here's a poster from Spider Monkey making a Constantine 2 poster. City of Demons right there. I really hope, yeah, it's like, all right, Keanu Reeves, if he's going to, you know, when it comes to Constantine 2, keep the beard, but cut the hair, okay? We don't need another looking, you know, we, we, let's change it up from what he looks like in John Wick. Okay, that was one of the things that people were talking about when it came to the the fourth Matrix. It's like, oh, he just looks like John Wick. It's like, okay. Um, so when it comes to Constantine 2, cut the hair, have the hair short, but keep the beard. I think that'd be a good look. I really hope he uh, sports that look, but definitely cut the hair or, I know, you got to do one or the other. Don't look like John Wick. Don't have him look like John Wick for Constantine 2. That's all I ask. Um, the Ben Affleck DCEU uh, Batman gets a stunning Hot Toys. Did you guys see this shit? Ooh, it looks good. Looks good. This this uh, this this looks good. This was passed. This was getting passed around yesterday. I think there might be something that happens to it when uh, I think somebody's doing some kind of cam- campaign for it. But pretty cool little uh, figure right there. Detailed as hell. Gotta love it. Happy Batman Day. Just a bunch of little characters of all the. All the characters from uh, Batman dancing around to the strong. I mean, look at Alfred. He's getting, he's twerking. Alfred is twerking right there. You see that? Crazy. We got some art right here from Mr. Uh, Aaron Bailey. He actually posted this earlier. Um, apparently, he's going to be working on some kind of project that uh, required him to uh, basically make an updated version of Henry Cavill's Superman suit. And I think it looks pretty good. It looks pretty good. You know, adds a little bit to it right there. So I thought that was cool. This is pretty cool right here. Talk about a glow up. Somebody was like uh, designed their, uh, you know, their Joker makeup, of course, to go with um, Jared Leto's Joker. No damage on the forehead, though. But that whoever that guy is, he looks like him. If you haven't seen Bullet Train yet, guess what? You'll be able to see it on digital on September 27th. So that's good. And then uh, you'll probably see these popping up in maybe some movie theaters. But, yes, you got a big, huge statue of Dwayne The Rock Johnson's Black Adam right there, which looks pretty cool. I will say, here's some more shots of it right here. Pretty damn detailed. Hey, is that ACS right there? I think it might be. Is that you, Anthony? Maybe. And then look at this. Apparently, uh, um, Chris Pine has canceled his appearance on Jimmy Kimmel Live that was originally scheduled for tomorrow to promote Don't Worry, Darling. That's right. The drama continues when it comes to Don't Worry, Darling. It's coming out this week, and yes, I guess Chris Pine was going to be going on Jimmy Kimmel and probably doing some things where he had to make an appearance, but God knows what's going on behind the scenes and what what happened behind the scenes because now he dropped out of doing that. So I guess no promotion going to be happening about that. Is this movie just going to flop now? I still want to see it. I still want to see, you know, because it, the, the the trailer intrigued me, but man, it's he's <laughs> just like, nope. After that, I got spat on by freaking, uh, what's his name? This guy over here, this little kid over here, spit on me. I still think, I still think, um, what's his name? Harry Styles. I think he still spit on him. I think he still did. He looked like he was acting kind of douchey. And then, of course, you know, he had his uh, concert where he joked about it. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, way to play it off. But I think he actually, I think he actually spat on, I I don't know what's going on with all that. But uh, anyway, so no appearance right there. No more appearance right there. What is going on with uh, something? Yeah, I was just looking. Anyways, uh, something's a little off when it comes to my little window. I didn't even realize. 
Um, so then, of course, we got right here. This is pretty cool. I don't know what happened in this game, but my God. Didn't tag him, and then he touched the base. Haha. <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good. All right. Yeah, I'm not sure why my, uh, eh, something is not, not, not quite right, but hey, what could he do? Hey, look at that. We got 10 months, member Fear Jason. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. All right, now let's talk about this Ezra Miller, um, article that came out from Vanity Fair. So obviously, like, we're going to talk a little bit, just a little bit about that THR article about Warner Brothers Discovery, of course. So, you know, and when it came to that, when it came to that article, and then, of course, they, you know, that they came out on Friday, and it was basically talking about the financial troubles when it comes to, when it comes to uh, Warner Brothers Discovery. And then it was like, you know, and even just talking to my friend, you know, who's in that biz where I get kind of like a lot of my information from, um, basically, it's just, uh, he was like, he, he did tell me, he goes like, oh, expect more of this, because, you know, the old regime is kind of just like, you know, kind of, trying to get the dirty laundry out there. And basically, you know, David Zaslav and crew are just kind of hated right now when it comes to the movie business because of what they're doing and the things that they're trying to like put forth because they're really just kind of showing that, hey, you know, these companies were not ready for the streaming wars quite yet. There's a lot of things that are happening. I don't know when it comes to that. So, um, so then I was like told like, oh, yeah, there's going to be more little hit pieces, I guess you could say hit pieces. You'll expect something else from Ezra Miller, too. And then all of a sudden yesterday, Sunday, Vanity Fair drops a new article, of course, talking about some craziness that when it can't when it comes to uh, hey, a new member or a new uh, subscriber right there. Thank you. Bat signal um, talking about Ezra Miller and what's been going on with that. We were hoping that the whole Ezra stuff was uh, going to be, uh, you know. No more, and it was going to be like, all right, can we just have some good things that happen? But sadly, just didn't happen. Just didn't happen. Uh, it's so tired. I mean, like, it's funny, too, because when you see the source, when you hear, like, what's the source? Who's the source? A lot of people are tying the source to one of Ezra's not-so-friendly people that uh, that Ezra has um, was uh, associated with who basically wanted to burn the whole thing down. And it just kind of go, hmm. And it sucks because then you see a lot of people going, what? He did what? He said what now? What is happening? Oh, my God. So uh, let's kind of just go through this article a little bit. I'm not going to go through the whole thing. There's a lot of weird stuff that comes in here. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not trying to say like none of it's true or something like that. I'm just kind of going, yeah, but where did the fuck did this come from? You know, Ezra Miller's Messiah delusions inside the Flash Star's dark spiral. Julie Miller making this right here. They have the same last name. What's happening? But I mean, look at this right here. Sources say the actor verbally and emotionally abused those around them and referred to themselves alternately as Jesus and the devil. Whoa. So apparently it got a little too crazy. Got a little too crazy when it comes to Ezra Miller and just, um, you know, and his association, of course, are trying to make it. It was like, oh, yeah, there was a, a full on cult that was happening. I mean, it's like, oh, yeah. did Ezra really have a cult? I mean, I think Jared Leto definitely has a cult. I don't know if anybody's looking that way. Just kidding. I always throw I throw that joke out there, even though, yes, if you see the pictures of of uh, what is it? 30 seconds to Mars, like little camp right there. It looks a little interesting anyways. But uh, yeah. Um, the arrest was, okay, it says when police empty uh, Miller's pockets, they talk about that in June, two protection orders 
were issued against Miller. The first was filed uh, in tribal court on North, uh, North Dakota by Ch Chase Iron Eyes. That guy's a scumbag. We've kind of realized that now. I mean, we all know that he's, uh, he's trying to cash in when it comes to all this stuff. They uh, accused Miller for grooming, brainwashing, emotionally abusing the teenager, even though, what, she's not even like a teenager anymore, right? Uh, oh, yeah, she goes by, yeah, Takata Iron Eyes. Not even a teenager anymore, and she's always pushed back against what was been happening right there. Uh, and then, of course, the Vermont police thing. Warner Brothers has not commented on their marquee superhero and declined to speak on this story, but a source close to the situation says the studio and the actors agency CAA suggested Miller work with someone in crisis PR. Yeah, we heard about that. He's trying to get the help. Uh, on August 15th, Miller admitted, finally admitted, that's when we heard that. I hope Ezra finds a light and they shined so brightly because the kid I met was remarkably a magical person. Over the last six weeks, VF Vanity Fair was uh, has spoken to uh, more than a dozen people who crossed paths with Miller in recent years. See, that's the thing. They're speaking with the people that want to tear down Ezra's life. That's where it gets a little gets a little shitty. And not to mention, you better believe that a lot of the old regime wants to put more added pressure when it comes on, you know, when it comes to the new regime, David Zaslav and everything like that. I mean, that is definitely happening. They utilize the trades just for things like that. All this has been disturbing, uh, disturbing trajectory for Miller. Those uh, critical breakthrough came at uh, 19 with their deeply, yeah, talking about the backstory of all that. But yeah, if you haven't read through the article, do it. Uh, they talk about the house in Vermont contains an altar that's home to bullets, weed, sage, and flash figurines. Basically, it's basically utilize. Yeah, this article saying that Ezra was saying like, oh yeah, I'm the Flash. I'm basically like a Jesus, a Messiah, and all this kind of stuff, which sounds pretty weird, pretty damn strange. I don't know if that was said. Possibly, who knows? Ezra is quite the character. It's uh, it's all insane. Uh, while in Iceland, Miller was accompanied by Jasper Young Bear, a 55-year-old North Dakota medicine man. The actor had hired as a spiritual advisor. Young Bear seems to have stoked miller's outsized vision of himself jasper was telling ezra that he hasn't he wasn't a part of the movement he was was the movement and he was the next messiah and that the freemasons were sending demons out to kill him wow i mean it all just sounds batshit crazy where the hell is alex jones right now i can't believe this yeah this is ezra miller gate that's right ezra miller gate we got there and there was a big bow and arrow cocked on the uh table facing the door apparently he had a, a a bow and arrow facing the door so if somebody comes in they get shot with an arrow ezra was lying face down on the floor according to the insider the actor has grown increasingly narcissistic often choosing young people for their audience because they are more malleable he talk about the metaverse and the medicine and how they're the messiah and what his work is and what his work is here they say that their spiritual practice is to be among the people, which means party. So in Iceland, he was out nonstop. His favorite eyes were raves, or his favorite um, his favorite were raves, and were and where he'd go uh, he'd go on benders for two or three days at a time. Sometimes Miller would extend a quixotic. Uh, quixotic um, offers to people the actor met during their travels, says a source, a source, he was uh, telling these kids, you're going to be in my band and I'm going to produce your album and can, and you can run my music studio. Whether they, whether they were visual artists, DJs, kids, or were in college, or sometimes kids who might have been homeless. 
he, uh, he would recruit them in a uh, period of vulnerability and promise them all the things and all the things. Nothing uh, ever seemed to be materialized. So just basically going through this whole thing. Miller repeatedly claimed to be acting as Iron Eye's adopted guardian, though the teen is alleged to have gone without a phone, money, underwear, socks, or even shelter. But she has literally, like, tweeted, like, posted on Instagram, said stuff like, this is all a lie. I don't know. Anytime they talk about how she has not had, like, any kind of access because of uh, not having her phone, I'm like, well, wait a minute. I thought we have seen that stuff. It's all just weird, and it's just a whole big, huge, like I said, this is a long article. If you really want to go through it, go through it. But to me, it's just more stuff that's coming out from that side that just really wants to just add more more pressures, more everything when it comes to Warner Brothers Discovery. Like I said, it was like one of the things that I was told, like, oh, yeah, after the THR article, which we're going to talk about next, there's going to be more stuff. There's going to be more stuff on Ezra, and it's just, it's just never-ending. It really is just never-ending. It really isn't. Like, man... It's just, and, um, you know, some of these people are just going to utilize the trades to, to their disposal. That's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. That's what the old regime's doing. That's what everything's doing. It's kind of, uh, let's see, Lisa Jackson. I was a journalist for 10 long years. This kind of crap is why I got out of it. See, there you go. Somebody who uh, was doing that t- stuff too. I mean, it's hard to take this, you know, super seriously. I'm not saying that everything's bullshit. No, there's probably some things that are true, but it just, it just seems like no matter what, no matter what's going to be happening, there's still going to be more stuff that comes out and there's going to be some pressures when it comes to, uh, uh, you know, they're putting the pressure on, uh, Warner Brothers Discovery. Jeez, the Buffalo Bills are just killing right now. They are just killing. Or am I right? Yeah. They're just killing right now. 40 to seven. That is crazy. Anyway. So, Again, we just got to be a little bit patient. Of course, uh, they reached out. Uh, Ezra's PR had like no comment. Basically, was saying like a lot of that's BS. So, again, I don't know when more things are going to come out from Ezra's side. Like I said, I'm I'm I know people that are more on the know than I am about some stuff, but I try not to be like I try not to be like, hey, so what's going on? What's happening with? You know, I just kind of just let things come out, and when they come out, and I just when things do come out, that's when I start talking to people. So. We'll see, but it's just like, really, on a Sunday? Couldn't wait till Monday, Vanity Fair. You had to drop it on a Sunday? Huh, Jesus, why? Why on a Sunday? Couldn't wait? Apparently, they just couldn't wait. Just funny how it is, right? So, yeah, so this puts some more pressure on Warner Brothers Discovery, obviously, because, uh, you know, their star of their big, huge multiverse superhero film is uh, still uh, out there, out there uh, getting slammed in the trades. And, uh, you know, we talked about this article right here. We talked about the article uh, a little bit on the, the Vodka stream when it came to uh, THR posting this right here. Warner Brothers uh, Discovery has bigger problems than its DC search. And, you know, it talked about various different things. And I already kind of like went over a little bit of this when it came to uh, the video I posted about it. So, yeah, I mean, that's... Ugh. But the biggest thing that people were talking about is when it came to what if Comcast, what if Comcast buys um, Warner Brothers Discovery? What if it just gets passed on to Comcast? And a lot of people were like, well, yeah, Warner Brothers Universal has a good ring to it. Maybe. I don't know. And, uh, you know, it does kind of sound like it does have a good ring to it. You know, Warner Brothers Universal. Cool. But at the same time, I'm like, this is Comcast. You're talking about a cable company that there's a lot more that goes with this than just 
them just buying, a, you know, a company and trying to run it better than the previous ones did. I mean, there's a lot of things that that's why when I when I when I first heard this, I went, really? Comcast? I mean, they have a lot of the the the, the added stuff when it comes to TV and all that stuff, not to mention, you know, obviously Comcast, when it comes to the United States, I mean, they are like the biggest cable company around. I mean, obviously you have your Time Warner, you have your, I don't even know what else is out there, but mainly it's Comcast, Comcast. I don't even think Time Warner is around anymore. I think it's all Comcast now, right? I don't know. When I was a cable guy, it was like, it was. I went through two different transitions when it came to, when it came to um, um, company names. So Comcast, obviously, yes. Comcast, the biggest one out there. So it's like, all right, so they're just going to buy this this company and and then what? I mean, what are they going to do? And like, what's the price going to be for that? I mean, it just seems like that. That's why when I saw that and I saw people talking about it, I went, no way. There's no way that Comcast is actually going to do this. I mean, if you said other other companies, maybe. But at the same time, I'm going, I just don't see it happening. I think it's all BS. Just added more pressure. Like I said, it seems like the business is just like trying to just trying to put the dirty laundry out there of the financial burden that Warner Brothers Discovery has by accumulating like by basically just buying the company and having all that debt that they have to then find how to pay off that debt. And that's why, you know, I used the I used the THR like, you know little thumbnail art that they had which i thought was pretty funny because yes he's got a lot of bills that he has to pay that's why he's making all these cuts and cutting budgets and all this kind of stuff but uh yeah again i i just when i saw people talking about comcast and them and it's just it just didn't make sense to me it didn't make sense to me at all we already had like at&t which of course is well i mean at&t is even i would say they're bigger because well i guess comcast also has mobile stuff too but at&t is obviously big with the whole you know mobile and telco and stuff like that even though yeah i don't know it's all crazy it's just all crazy i just wouldn't put i just wouldn't put anything behind it i would not think that comcast is going to actually buy Warner Brothers. That, that just sounds ridiculous to me. It sounds absolutely ridiculous. There's just way too much that that company has when it comes to TV. And then, of course, they're literally like the, the biggest cable company in in the United States. And people are cutting the cord like crazy all the time. They're cutting, 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 cutting. So why would they want to just purchase like this big, huge thing? It just to me, it doesn't make sense. I think Zaslav, uh, he's going to figure it out. I think he's in it for the long run, the 10-year plan. I don't think he's going anywhere. Maybe things will happen. Deals will happen. We'll continue to hear that stuff. But, yeah, I don't think we're going to hear about Warner Brothers Universal, even though, yeah, that does sound good. But if that does happen, you know what would happen? Vin Diesel would want to cross over with, like, Batman or something. We don't want that. We don't want that. We don't want that. Not at all. But yeah, speaking of David Zaslav and some of the cuts that he's made, Batgirl. <laughs> Batgirl, uh, a new little uh, behind-the-scenes video got released online, which was very, very interesting. It actually looked kind of cool, to be honest. So uh, here's, the, uh, here's the video right here. If I can find what I'm doing here. All right, here's the video right here. So they, this got released and uh, on, on Instagram, I think from somebody from the cast or something like that that wanted to show this. But a, li a, little, a cool little stunt that's happening. Obviously, we knew that this movie was taking place during Christmas time. So we have a Christmas tree right here. So here we go. Flippy, flippy. Right into it. And bam. Not too bad. Look at the shot, though. Look at the shot. That is a pretty cool shot. Okay? I'm just saying... 
I like where the camera, where they put the camera right there. So, I mean, it's a cool little stunt. Go right into it, fall right down. Cool. But then the shot looks really cool. All right, pass through right there. Not too shabby. I mean, those two directors, again, I enjoyed Bad Boys for Life. I enjoyed Miss Marvel. They have like a unique style. I think they were really trying to do something here. Now, I mean, obviously, none of us have seen Bad Girl, but I mean, just going by that right there, I was like, couldn't, was it really that bad? Was it that bad? You know, maybe some of it was. I don't know. Maybe some of it was like, holy crap, this is horrible. But I thought that little stunt right there, that little act, that little scene right there and the camera moving in like that, I thought that was pretty cool. What do you guys think, huh? Yeah, what's going on, Niner, for life? Good to see you. It's bat, it's batting time. Yeah, I know. There's probably some really bad dialogue. That's what it is. Or are you ignoring that uh, someone admitted to making up the... Oh, okay, you're talking about something else, Jose. I was like, what? I thought you were talking to me for a minute there. But anyway, so... Um, yeah, so that's a pretty cool shot. It's it's fine. You guys are having a conversation about still about Ezra. Is that what's going on? Ah, <laughs> oh, it happens. You guys, you guys continue your conversation. But hopefully, I don't know. I don't know what you guys think about that whole thing, about that shot right there. I thought it was pretty cool. I thought it was bad, but it probably wasn't going to make profit. And Zaslav didn't. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. You know, because it was supposed to go directly on HBO Max. It was going to be shot for HBO Max. There's a lot of factors when it comes to the quality of the movie. But I thought that at least even seeing it, you know, on the monitor, that was a pretty cool shot. That's all. All right, then the Karate Kid. We got Sony just being dummies, freaking dummies. Like, what is going on here? Uh, because, you know, uh, Sony, they, they pretty much, uh, they're slate. They uh, delayed things, you know. I'm not going to go over all that because it's whatever. I don't really even care. I don't, when, when are we going to get Mad <laughs> Madam Web? I, who knows? But they're, you know. Things got rearranged when it came to Sony Slate. And then they just were like, oh, yeah, and by the way, we got a new Karate Kid movie coming out. And it was like, oh, sweet. So we're going to get one more. We're going to get one more. Um, we're going to get one more, um, you know, season of Cobra Kai. And then what's going to happen? We're going to get, uh, you know, we're going to get a movie that kind of wraps the whole thing up. No. <laughs> what? Sony. What are you doing? What are you doing? I, I bet pretty much the uh, one of the showrunners of Cobra Kai was like, nope, um, this has nothing to do with Cobra Kai, nothing to do with any of that. Why? Okay, so again, Sony, I mean, obviously they're trying to do their own Spider-Man thing, and obviously that's working out extremely well. It's Morbin time, Right. So now you have Cobra Kai, super popular series, and you're going to have a new Karate Kid movie, and it's not going to be any kind of association to it or nothing like that. Was it going to be an entirely reboot? Are you going to bring back Jaden Smith? Huh? That's right. We're going to bring back Jaden Smith, that version? The only thing that was good about that version was Jackie Chan. Other than that, that version sucked. I'm just kind of joking. I don't think they're going to bring back that version, but what the hell are they going to do? How do you not have it connected to Cobra Kai? A popular series right now that has been nailing it when it comes to doing a sequel series over 30 years later. I don't know what they plan on doing. It sounds like it's just going to be a an entirely new, you know, Karate Kid franchise. They're just going to take the concept and apply it again to something else. I don't know. I'm like, you got to be kidding. Yeah, maybe that's what it is, Carrie. Could be that a Cobra Kai multiverse. 
Is that what they're going to do? I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, they want to do the whole multiverse concept when it comes to Spider-Man. And, and well, at least you can. Why not just uh, apply it to Karate Kid? Really? Sony? What are you doing? What are you doing? Doesn't even make sense. Because a lot of us, and you know, I even had people like, oh, yeah, it's just going to be, it's just going to wrap up the whole story for Cobra Kai. It'll tie into Cobra Kai. No, it will not, apparently, according to the showrunners of Cobra Kai. Maybe things will change because they'll see people griping about it, you know? They'll see people griping about it like this. I don't know. That's just dumb. That just be would that would be really effing stupid. Sony, don't do it, okay? Okay. Okay? Don't sweep the leg. Don't sweep the leg on your franchise, okay? No mercy? Yes, show some mercy, I guess. I don't know. I don't even know what I'm talking about right now. Okay. There's the topics. Oops. All right. Where is that? Okay. So there's all the topics right there I wanted to talk about. Now let's go to uh, some of your Twitter questions and see what you guys have to say over in there. All right. Let me double check, make sure things are good. <laughs> what the? All right. I don't know... There's something very interesting when it comes to that. All right, I don't know. People post weird things. Weird things, and I have no idea what the hell. Okay, but you, you guys will see in a bit. It's nothing crude or anything, but it's weird. All right, Ted. Hey, Dave, I know we don't get to pick our own drops, but if I, uh, but uh, I love this one to be mine. Yeah, I don't even know what that's from because I don't watch anime, but yeah, sure. There you go. I know, I do the drop picking. Eric, yo Dave, riddle me this. Around Shazam, the trades reported Cavill had one more film appearance as Soups in his contract. So what do you think thinks going on with that? He's holding on to it for a negotiation. Zack Snyder's Justice League counted as separate appearance from Justice League uh, Black Adam. I don't know. That's uh, that's weird. I mean, like I said, for all I know, from what I know, he's just uh, he's very much um, he's very much uh, still trying to like get that deal, to get the, get what he wants. But I don't know. I I mean, Black Adam, we're all hoping for it, but I still have not got it confirmed. That's that's what's interesting. I mean, who knows? I know a lot of people are banking on the fact that he is going to be in Black Adam, but I still I'm still kind of reluctant to fully say like yes, he's 100 percent in there. I just don't know. But uh, I don't know how it all works. I really don't know how it all works. I don't know the logistics when it comes to all this stuff. I just want him back as Superman. That's all. That's all we want. Carrie, hey, Dave. Those articles use the anti-40 club tactics, don't they? Yeah, right? They do. If Cavill hasn't signed a deal with WBD yet, do you think this tactic is to let WBD feel the pressure so that they will give into his demands just before Black Adam comes out? Is that the gamble we're taking? I don't know. I mean, I mean, luckily they got a they got a W when it came to the whole Keanu Reeves Constantine two thing for sure, which was great. It was finally, you know, we read a W. But I mean, uh, I don't know. We just got to be patient. Got to be patient. We get closer and closer to Black Adam's release. Hopefully, he's there. But at the same time, if Black Adam doesn't do well at the box office, would we want him to be in there? You know, a movie that underperforms or possibly flops. I don't know. It's all so it's it's all crazy. 
Cooper Knox. This latest hit piece against Ezra is adding more evidence to my theory that some bigwig industry hotshot doesn't like them. Oh, yeah. It doesn't like uh, Zaslav and WBD also. Devon Wooter. Hey, Dave. It's a little frustrating yet. Articles is uh, giving Ezra Miller a bad rap. He's getting uh, help. I'm just a little frustrated and angry. And also, did you finish Cobra Kai Season 5? Yes, I tweeted about it. Uh, yeah, I know. It's, uh, it gets pretty frustrating. EVM, do you think Hillary Swink's dog is called Kai after Cobra Kai? That is a strong possibility, EVM. A strong one. Gustavo. I didn't even know she had a dog named Kai. <laughs> Uh, what up, Dave? I saw Clerks 3 yesterday, and it was very emotional. I was confused with the release dates, but glad I got a chance to watch it. I know. I want to watch it, too. I know it's they're doing, like, the uh, the different kind of um, releases. I can't. I don't quite get it. Uh, EVM again. EVM, let's try to leave it to one. But, yes, Tom Cavanaugh would not be reverse flash in the movie. I don't think that's going to be the case. Uh, Nate Smith. Hey, Dave, I don't know if you saw these, but these uh, this Dr. Fate helmet would have looked awesome in Black Adam. Uh, what's your opinion on the helmet eyes? Yeah, looks pretty cool. I mean, it's not really not that much of a difference from what we're getting. But yeah, the eyes look pretty cool. I like that. The glow eyes. Ah, I like the concepts. I like the concepts. And then we got giant apes fighting robotic ninjas showing this. I don't know who that is. Uh, people are weird. Yeah. Mr. Nobody. Hey, Dave, with all the ups and downs of WBD and talent, what do you think will be David Zaslav's 10-year plan? And what advice will Alan Horn give Zaslav? I'm sure he's given him plenty of great advice. Plenty of great advice. Um, just, you know, you know, I'm sure he's just given him his knowledge of uh, what he has, and I'm sure he's very grateful for it, too. Jacob, second view of a pearl. Fuck you, Dave. Well, fuck you too, Jacob. Jeez. You and your Pearl and your all that stuff. At least I saw Barbarian. At least I saw that. So, wait, scroll back. Uh, I know. I don't know what the hell. Who knows what the hell that was? I don't. Like I, like I said, there's people that post weird stuff. Right? I mean, it's giant. What does it say? Like giant gorillas fighting robots? I don't even know what that is. But you got to love it. That's why I always got to like now. I got to make sure there's no... Uh, bad things that are happening when it comes to Twitter questions. Keep it clean, guys. Keep it clean. All right. Well, that's it, guys. Oh, come on. Play. Thank you guys for, uh, man, even the subscribe button's out. Man, I got to tweak some things. Some things are just not working on my OBS today, but hey, make sure you guys subscribe. Hit that uh, notification bell so you know when I'm doing this stuff. You want to become a member, do all that, everything, all that as well. Um, uh, make sure you guys follow me on the sock meds. If you want to help out with the pod, the Patreon, it's there. I got some exclusive stuff happening over there. So if you want to go check that out, do so follow me in the other sock meds, everything like that. And then when it comes to, uh, comes to rest of your night, hope you have a good rest of your night. Watch some football, you know, relax Monday's over. And then I'll see you guys tomorrow. Same junkie time, same junkie channel. All right, guys. Love you. Talk to you later. Love you too, Jose. Mm-hmm.